5: Numbers told the story, they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics.
6: Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa. the Sports Betting Network, com, the VSEN app, FUBO, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Uh, I said happy Bobby Bonilla Day earlier. Happy Canada Day. For those who celebrate Canada, as their home and native land, everybody uh, watching, listening on Game Plus, happy Canada Day. You've been to Canada before, Jeff? Have you uh, been to? Toronto, to me, is my favorite North American city. Me Love too. Toronto. Toronto's a beautiful place. Smart people, beautiful people, beautiful town. Of course, I go there in the summertime, though, when I've been there, and so I haven't experienced the winters. Nonetheless, happy Canada Day to everyone listening north of the border. We appreciate it here at Beeson. Uh, the Sports Betting Network. Jason Weingarten joins us from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. How you doing, Jason?
5: Pretty good. You know, it's it's actually one of my uh, favorite times of the year when we get past the NHL and NBA finals and we get the International FIBA World Championship. We get the International European Championship for small countries in basketball. I could watch Gibraltar versus Andorra. Yeah. At 8 in the morning. I love it. Getting my betting out of the way for the day.
6: And versus Gibraltar. That is outstanding. Would you like to share some of your wagers that you currently have on these?
5: I mean, it's just mostly live totals. Live I just, totals. I just mostly play with the the, the models and see listen, if I can get ahead of live
6: numbers. Listen, <laughs> Jason, when Gibraltar and Andorra take the court, throw out the records. I mean, that rivalry is legendary.
5: Yeah. They're up on Andorra's up only five at half. The spread's 19 and a half.
6: What is it? The total population of Andorra. I'm going for the total population of Andorra. For those who don't know, an independent nation uh, wedged in between France and Spain. They probably don't appreciate me using the word wedged, uh, but their total population is 77,000 people as of two years ago. So they've called together the best basketball players in that country to take on uh, Gibraltar here.
5: All right. I love this stuff, especially when it gets into the the women's tournaments and stuff. You know, you can get like 60, 65 point spreads on some of this stuff, and you know, give me the Irish women's national team and 65 points and anything, and I'll take it.
6: This is why it's called the wide world of wine garden. This is exactly why, because this is what you're exactly. betting on. My goodness. All right, Jason, I didn't pass this on to Jeff, so my bad. Host error, not producer error. But we were going through some stuff yesterday via text and let's just do it this way i'll just i'll just read amount and you're wanting to make a point obviously it's july 1st so we want to talk about the month of june the 30 days of june and all the games played in baseball and, I, and again just a little comparison one guy has 26 runs 27 hits 6 doubles 11 homers 25 rbi uh 29 k's per 9 i believe is what you wrote there k
5: to- K to strikeout should be strike.
6: k to, K to walk. K to walks. There's a tie. I'm sorry. Yeah, 20 that wouldn't make sense. 29 Ks to walks, that's the ratio. Two stolen bases and a slash of 273-390-667. And then the other guy has 23 runs, remember the first guy had 26. 28 hits, remember the first guy had 27. Two doubles, remember the first guy had six. 11 homers, same as the first guy. 21 RBI, first guy had 25. 29 K per uh per walk as well ratio same as the first guy also two stolen bases and a slash where every one of them average on base and slugging is just a little is just a little lower than the first guy 267 355 600 would you care to share with everybody cuz the first guy's stats were just a little better at pretty much everywhere every they're as good or better in every single category would you care to share who number 2 is first and then tell us who number 1 is
5: Aaron Judge is the second player, very very good outfielder, and uh, Kyle Schwarber is the first player who is not being mentioned in any MVP conversations. the The number, by the way, it's uh, twenty nine strikeouts, nineteen walks for Schwarber, and twenty nine strikeouts, fifteen walks for Judge. Oh, so, pardon me, so I botched that one. Okay, yeah, it was, it's okay though.
6: That's all right. I apologize. So your point being in all of this that Aaron Judge, who is the short shot to win currently the American League MVP. Is it fair to say that if Kyle Schwarber, you, you've talked about something called the pinstripe premium? I think we'll give you credit for that phrase. If Kyle Schwarber's playing in New York, like I mean, is this entire conversation almost turned on its head at this point?
5: If Kyle, if Kyle Schwarber's playing in New York, we're talking about him every day about how great he is, and you know, did you see that home run he hit yesterday? And again, not taking anything away from Aaron Judge, I think he's a great player. I just don't see him being an odds-on favorite for MVP this year, especially. When you compare those numbers we just put up to a player like, you know, Jordan Alvarez, whose numbers were off the charts for the past month. He's been hitting 400, 413 or something. Let me take current odds
6: now for Kyle Schwarber to win MVP. What did you see as? Yes.
5: Oh, I didn't even see him. I don't even think he's listed. I haven't even looked. He's so far down. I'm,
6: uh, I'm taking a gander here. I probably should have uh, had this. At 100, events. 200. Uh let's see, we'll race for it. We'll see if we can find it. But it's yeah, I don't play awards here. Let's go to let's just go to randomly. We'll go to DraftKings here for MVP. And uh let's see. Do 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 do. I do not see Kyle Schwarber anywhere. Jeff, do you see Kyle Schwarber anywhere? Anyway, it's just the month of June that we're talking about. But the notion that he's not the notion that he's not even listed, right? This was like the again, this is the story that I've told a million times where we're really close to the sun on these kinds of things. And last year, famously, uh, you know, I went back to San Francisco for a couple days. My buddy Aaron, who's a big Giants fan, like, this is late September. He's like, so Gil, he's not really into betting. He's like, so Gil, like, it's Brandon Crawford's the National League MVP, right? And remember at the time it was the Bryce Harper versus Juan Soto thing, and that's all we were talking about. We had the big Juan Soto tickets. And he was, like, so convinced that's not a sports better, He's like, well, Brandon Crawford's got to be it. Brandon Crawford was 100-1. to Brandon Crawford ended up finishing third. Right. Didn't get there, but we should probably listen to some of the, you know, the, a lot of us are are too close to the sun on these things. We should probably listen to that kind of sentiment
3: every once in a while. Kyle Schwarber, Jeff, what do you got? Didn't find him. The only thing I will say is I'm sitting on a 50 to one to lead the league in homers Mm -hmm. from before the season, six behind Aaron judge right now for Schwarber. So he's let's go, Jeff. he's, he's, He's
6: somewhat alive. And then, and Jason, you were watching a Padres broadcast yesterday and they, they said Machado is the NL MVP at this point.
5: Yeah, it was the, uh, it was the Fox sports national broadcast that brought it up in the first inning and said, he's, he's the MVP. Easy. He also has the highest war in baseball. I think right now. Yeah.
6: War, of course, just one lens through which to look at such things. Um, okay. Let me just ask you this randomly. Also, and we'll get your picks here momentarily, but there was a bunch of series that just, <clears throat> pardon me, concluded in major league baseball. That were these, you know, series that were taking place at the very end of the year, and pennant races were in were in full bloom. Like we wouldn't be able to stop talking about them. But we had a Twins Guardians series, right? Where uh, the Guardians now, what did they end up? They Ended up uh, four games behind the Twins, I believe it is now in the American League Central. The Braves were taking on the Phillies, obviously both of those teams looking up at the Mets, but that was a big series. Yankees Astros, just in terms of the two behemoths in the American league, they played each other. Uh, so those three, by the way, we had a Rays, Blue Jays series too, although those are teams really just sort of jockeying for wild cards. But I guess my question is of all of those, did you, did you come away thinking anything differently of any of those clubs than you did beforehand?
5: Twins I was real disappointed in the twins. They, uh, squandered a pretty huge lead. You know, all those games they were winning against the Guardians mm-hmm. <clears throat> ended up losing either in, you know, walk off fashion or extra innings. And at the end of the season, those uh, those losses are probably gonna be the difference between the Guardians and the Twins in the standings. And we're gonna look back on this week in late May or sorry, wait late June and say, well if they had won a couple of those games, you know, maybe we wouldn't be here right now. And the other thing that kind of weirds me out about the twins is I just I, I, I can't wrap my head around a professional pitching coach leaving an MLB team in the middle of the season me for too. a college job. Even, I thought
6: about that also, yeah. even
5: for more money. But, you know, nobody's kind of asked, well, are there problems with the the relationship between the coaches and the players or, you know, is it a bad locker room? Is there smoke? You know, because it's just such an unusual move. It makes me think that the team chemistry is not very good because. You know, who in their right mind would leave a professional sports job in the middle of the season? I've, I've just never heard of that.
6: Maybe he was listening to, to too many a numbers game episodes and he caught college World Series fever here listening to all, all the talk here. I don't know. Uh, by the way, current AL Central odds. Twins. I don't, I don't know if any of these are going to be sexy enough for you to play. Twins plus 125. White Sox still in the mix plus 170. Guardians plus 240. Anything there?
5: 240 is kind of on the edge of... Of compelling, I think the, the, the problem is if you're betting the guardians now, you're, you're, you know, you're not learning to become a better sports better. That's correct. You should have been betting them mm-hmm. a week or two ago. And I always say, you know, the, when you're betting futures, the goal is to learn to get ahead of the moves instead of, of reacting. Of yep. That, so, that
6: more than anything is what we try to convey. It's people, if you're,
5: if you're betting this now, you're reacting to the guardians. You're right. not, you're not getting ahead of anything they just did.
6: Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I get a text from somebody where I where I have to respond, I'm like, you do realize the books know that too, right? Like somebody yeah. somebody was like, hey, what's Brooklyn gonna be? I'm like, well, they know that there's shenanigans coming. Uh, Twins, if by the way, you like
5: lo- that bet you should have bet it two weeks. That's ago, right, sort of thing.
6: Twins one game lead over the Guardians, five and a half game lead over the White Sox. Currently, as we approach the midway point of the Major League Baseball season, and finally, Jason, what have you bet today already in baseball?
5: I laid one ninety with the Brewers. Brewers versus uh, Pittsburgh. today. I like. Uh, I like. Pittsburgh starter, Rosny Contreras a lot, but I thought 190 was a pretty good price getting back Corbin Burns there. Um, let's see. What else? What else did I bet? I laid uh, 161 with the Astros. Uh, so two two favorites today, it looks like.
6: All right. Not app- again, not opposed to uh, Jason, not opposed to laying the chalk. Value is value, as they say. Not
5: but anybody. I always whenever I bet against the Angels, it's a weird thing because I'm always rooting for my own bet to lose. I'm like, great, you go out, hit five home runs tonight, do something, anything. Just <laughs> That's come right. on.
6: I understand. Jason, solid as always, man. Have a great weekend. We appreciate it. And and by the way, Felika's suggestion, we just have you read an excerpt from every one of those books behind you on every single appearance. What do you think?
5: I do it. Okay. If you guys want to learn about my book collection? Yeah, it's, it's one of the finest book collections in in the, the, area. <laughs> in the Tri County area.
6: The I was wondering where he's going with that. Thank
4: you, Jason. Coming back on the Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
5: The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on Veasan, the sports betting network.
6: The VSIN Summer Special is here for only nineteen dollars. You get everything Veasan has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today, and you'll get Veasan's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full Veasan experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of point spread weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only nineteen dollars. To be a subscriber through July 31st. That's it. $19. Sign them now at vison.com slash summer. Jeff, you making a USFL championship game bet this weekend? Anything? no Who's playing? Uh it's Philadelphia and it's Birmingham. It's Philadelphia right? and the other guys.
3: Yeah, Philadelphia and Birmingham. Matt Brown only cares about Philadelphia.
6: That's all we cared about. Yeah. Only all he cares about. He's got six to one on the stars based on a guest. We couldn't remember who the guest was. We really like we, we apologize for that because it's like of all the guests we couldn't remember. But he gave out Philadelphia. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate all the uh, the feedback. People helping us out too uh, and finding odds as well. First of all, this is from uh, this is from Todd born sixty five. I think it says. Uh, Gil just catching up on today's show. And every time you say KD, I can't help say bar the door. <laughs> is there a cure for that? Get it, Jeff? Because I say KD bar the door. Jeff is a tough audience sometimes. Uh, Chris Housh, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Yes, you too, Chris. Titans Insider, not enjoying Canada Day. won't read that. Chris Housh talking about uh, Jason betting on the Andorra-Gibraltar game. Was that basketball? Because I gave out Andorra's population south of 80,000. He goes, wow, and Gibraltar only has a population of 33,000. Oh, my God, the talent pool must be deep. Trevor Warwick saying, not worth coming to Canada in the winter. You have to really love the cold. Yeah, not doing that. All right, and then the Kyle Schwarber odds patrol has come out here. Matthew Mayberry, Kyle one hundred to one DraftKings. A.K. Aphrodite Marble says Fanduel's got him one hundred fifty to one. Schwarber at BetMGM from Larry L at hundred to one for MVP. Kyle Schwarber at points bet for an L MVP one hundred twenty-five to one. Brandon Webb, not that Brandon Webb. Maybe it's that Brandon Webb. I don't know. Schwarber hundred to one on DraftKings for NL MVP. You guys might have been looking for him in the A. No, no, no we were looking in the right spot. Uh, let's see, and on and on with the Schwarber ones. But but here's the thing: when we're talking about this, we're we're just kind of talking about it because Jason was making the June comparison between Aaron Judge's numbers, quite frankly, not being as good or comparable or worse than that of Kyle Schwarber. But I. But let me just be clear: none of us are saying. At least I'm not. Jason will speak on his own on his own behalf. But I'm not I'm not telling you to go back Kyle Schwarber for this. We're just saying it was more of a is Aaron Judge that outstandingly special this year? Yeah, sure. But it helps that he plays for the Yankees. Is that an accurate portrayal, Jeff? What you say?
3: Well, what you guys are saying, yes. Uh, Schwerber in the home run race, if you can get a 25-to-1, different story. <laughs> different if you can do that, different story. Uh, but, you are very focused. No, I i mean, look, look Kyle is not winning the MVP of the National League, unless if something really weird happens, because there's just too many people in front of him right now.
6: Elvis Toast Patterson <laughs> tweets. I love that somebody refers to Elvis Patterson. Elvis Toast Patterson tweets. Young Gilly. Praying uh, Sean Kings cooled off after uh, the Bear, Chris Felica, picked under three and a half wins for his uh, South Florida football squad.
3: Well, he picked under four and a half, but yes, the point, I guess, stands. It was under four and a half? Yeah, okay. I, I'll have to double-check that, but Oh, I'm yeah, sure.
6: and Felica chimes in. He says, four and a half. He says, don't be letting Sean think he's getting more wiggle room. That was from Felica directly to that. Okay. Felica with an underfest. I like it today. Again, his plays under on Stanford, four and a half. Uh, under on Utah State, which I believe was seven and a half, correct, Jeff? And under on Indiana, which is widely at four. There are some stray four and a halves out there as well, though. I was surprised at him going under on Indiana because the schedule is kind of favorable for them. Like Stanford, it completely conspires against them. Indiana, even still, going under on them. Not that I think they're any any good football team, but boy, that what does that say about Indiana? Uh, did you make any season-long college football or pro football plays yet?
3: <laughs> uh oh. The only thing I have right, is I had a free bet that I, I had to use before leaving Illinois.
6: I stepped into something.
3: Yes, I took a, I took a big bloated number on Tua to win the MVP. <laughs> that is the only thing okay. I took.
6: And what number?
3: Do, I have to double check it, but I'm pretty sure I got got 55, 50.
6: Somebody, so. somebody, get Lombardi on the phone now, quick. Now,
3: now, I'm not saying I think it's going to win. It's just one of those. If somehow the Dolphins exceed expectations, Amen. I, again, more likely than not, that bet is dead in week three. So good for you. You're betting a number, but it's just uh, it's just a number play. Hey, look, the, the, there's just it's too early for me to get in the NFL mode. More than anything.
6: Oh, for me too. For me too, listen, that's that's the thing. You know, we have Will Hill on. God bless Will Hill, right? And we're joking yesterday. He's made week one bets, he's made week eighteen bets. And as he was going,
3: week eighteen. As he was we going off the air
6: yesterday, he was joking, he goes, next week I'll have week six picks, right? He was just he's just because he realizes like most people aren't thinking that way. I get it. Some people right where we have when college football lines come out, we have really successful bettors like a Paul Stone stand in line and make bets. For him, it's worth it. Um Pro football, I guess some people do the same thing. I just don't, uh, just me that I don't do it doesn't make me better than anybody. Just how my brain works, right? So I don't have any, I don't have any pro football ones either at this point. The
3: uh, the two a number I have, I just just checked it out. I have fifty five to one on Tonga Valoa. Okay, which probably not good enough. But
6: whenever you bring up two, it always reminds me of one of the most comical bets I've ever made in my life. Talia Tagovailoa to win the Heisman for the University very well of Maryland. For one day. It was the most glorious thirty-six hours of holding a ticket one could ever have. Then, uh,
3: then he threw five interceptions against Iowa on the Friday night. He
6: threw three in the first half. To yeah, be more exact, by halftime it was like, oh, that was that was a good one. So you know it happens. That's for sure. Back to the NBA one more time. The Nets now down to forty to one after the news of not only KD being on his way out via trade after he requested trade but that Kyrie is more than likely gone as well. And if we look at these, given what we talked about earlier about possible destinations for Kevin Durant and how Phoenix and Miami might not actually work out via trade, Kevin Durant's two preferred destinations, but that the likes of Toronto, New Orleans, and per Zach Lowe, Golden State, could be. By the way, the Golden State thing. Can we just for giggles? Can we just flesh this out for a second? If you're Golden State, by the way, they lost Gary Payton, so the entire team will not be intact. Gary Payton is on his way to play for the Trailblazers. Gary Payton signed a twenty, a three, year, <clears throat> pardon me, <clears throat> three year, twenty eight million dollar deal, I believe, with the with the Blazers. Which it should be noted is more than a quarter of the career earnings of his father, who is a Hall of Famer and one of the seventy five greatest NBA players of all time. That's just how the world has, uh, how the world works, Jeff. Um, but if you were the Warriors, let me just let me just play a little sports talk radio here. If you're the Warriors front office, and let's say there was a trade on the table where they're like, "We'll get, gi- we'll give you KD." Obviously, the Warriors would probably have to be the uh, impetus to this. Half the league apparently called the Brooklyn Nets within a within a half hour. But if you're the Warriors, after winning a championship, the whole thing was. You know, the whole Draymond versus KD thing was, don't forget, we won a championship before you got here. And then they bookended it with another this past year. Could that possibly, and I get it, I know he's not, he's probably not going to end up on Golden State. I get it, I get it, I get it. But I'm just fascinated by what the thinking would be there where it'd be like, okay, now we proved once again that we could win a championship without Kevin Durant. At this point... That conversation's out the window now. It's no longer a point of contention. Would we trade Kaminga and Wiggins? I get it. They'd have to get rid of Ben Simmons with Wiggins. Wiggins, Kaminga, I don't know, Wiseman, and a bunch of first-round draft picks for Kevin Durant just to see how many rings we could get? I think that would be fascinating.
3: 0.0% chance says, of having. Says the Warriors fan. 0. 0.0 full Blutarski Gil.
6: Full Blutarski? Yes.
3: Yeah, no, you're probably right.
6: Pelicans are 40 to 1. Zion signed an extension, so Zion can't be part of a deal, but Brandon Ingram could. Brandon Ingram, Jonas Valanciunas, Jones. I mean, what first round draft picks. Would you take a flyer on the New Orleans Pelicans at 40 to 1?
3: Yeah, I, I, that would be the only thing I would consider. I also consider, I didn't see any numbers up this morning, and they could have very easily repopulated during the show. But last night, the Pelicans were 25-1 to 1 to be where Durant plays his first minute of next year. That one I don't mind either. If that package, if it's Ingram, Jackson Hayes, I think would be preferred over Valanchunas if I'm Brooklyn because he's younger. Kind of reminds you of what Jared Allen was there. And then one of those good young players in three firsts? But
6: think about it. You'd have KD, Zion Williamson, and CJ McCollum. It's
3: not bad, especially if Zion can stay on the court, which, obviously, humongous if. Large if.
6: Boy, he's parlayed a large if into a whole bunch
3: of money, hadn't he? Yeah, $225 million over, over, over basically a season and a quarter. Jeff, if I gave you a Bobby Bonilla deal right now where I deferred your contract over
6: 25 years later in life, would you take it right now? Is it?
3: If it's that amount of money?
6: Oh no, just a comparable amount of money, but just a deferral. I'd have to think about it. Okay, just curious. Vinny Maolio is next here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A
5: numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visain, the Sports Betting Network.
6: Back on the numbers game, just like Brent said, the great Brent Musburger. It's Gil Alexander. It's that time of week, ladies and gentlemen, slow jamming with Vinny Maolio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once again, more smooth, jazzy, slow jammy. Right? But it's Vinny. Vinny Maliulo, everybody, what a, what with a. the Hall of Famer, Vinny uh, Maliulo. How
2: you what? doing, man? I'm well. Well, Gil, just... Uh, what are you,
6: 12 days shy of induction?
2: Something... uh yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, about a week and a half.
6: So, safe like, safe. L- like with the NFL, do you get to pick someone to introduce you to enshrinement?
2: I uh, no that 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 individual is, is picked for for the inductees. Oh, really? Yeah, and and they do, they've done a good job. Uh, Why would they do which, it that way? Well, they they really watch. Uh, they've they know who's close to each other and friends. And I, I, I mean, anybody that's uh, been inducted, <clears throat> it's it's been someone that would would have been considered for Do them. you so know
6: in advance who it is?
2: I think I find out that uh, that day. That's uh, right. cool. That's,
6: yeah. Now that's cool. So you I get never, surprised by it. Yes. Yeah,
2: it's 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 really nice. Um I'm actually it's going to be interesting cuz I'm, I'm seeing the event and uh of course my wife's greatest fear is that I'll be in- inducting myself <laughs> cuz <'cause laughs> And the reason her very fear, special for you is that uh you know I can't say enough about this next individual. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Vinny, would you say you've never met a mic you didn't you know, like my, my wife my yeah. <laughs> wife said that. She
2: said, you know, you with a microphone should be considered armed and dangerous. But uh Vinny, for you a special treat. Oh, you get to introduce yourself. But uh no, it's uh I'm I'm actually uh I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh you know, uh the other inductees, uh Sandy Drost, of course, uh Chrissy Andrews. Chrissy very Andrews. Old Chrissy Andrews. Mishpucha. And um uh, Paul from uh, the the um, Canadian uh, Gaming uh, Association. He's the president of the uh, Canadian Gaming Association. Crack was uh, put, Crack,
6: Crack was on with us yesterday, Bill Crackenberger, as he Bill always is. Bill Crackenberger. And he had, yeah. an, he had an interesting point. I'm curious where you stand on yeah. this. He's like, how can there be a sports betting Hall of Fame where someone like Bob Martin's not in it? Yeah. Or, or Frank Rosenthal, of course, right? Sure. Lefty. Mm-hmm the koshers, the pokers you know the list goes no, no, on and on
2: oh i will i will uh, uh, agree with but first of all you know again it's a, it's a great honor and the the SBC uh sports betting communities st- um, they started the uh, hall of fame in i think it was 2016 and it was very eurocentric But they've expanded. You know, Sue Schneider, who's on the board, uh, uh, she has – and she's really responsible for the American component of the SBC. Uh, And so really started to get more Americans involved. And she's very open to the fact that it's not just – I think those of us on our side of the counter. And I think at some point you will see – an expansion uh, of that, uh, you know, where there'll be operators uh, continue, you know longer term, like Jackie Gone. How's Jackie Gone, right? Is, is on that list as well. So um, betters, uh, be- because I think it's 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 unique, you know, Gil. It's uh, it's the part of gaming that a lot of, at least those of us that have been in it for a while. Have, we always talk about, there's got to be that mutual respect across the counter. You know, I mean, old school is, you know, a bookmaker never wanted to see, you never want to see a player go bust, ever. Mm-hmm. And as a player, you never want to see a good operator go out of business, right? Because there's that comfort level. You you just, you don't have that, at least that's the way I, I, I grew up in it, and um so long answer, but I think, wanted to give it some perspective. I think those those um, uh, folks that you mentioned and that bill uh Krackenberger was talking about sure, certainly deserve uh because Bob to Martin seems like the obvious right like, oh, I mean the babe Ruth right? I have to tell you, and i got to I got to, to meet him uh and and talk with him several times, just bob Martin, you know. who was responsible
6: for the Vegas line singularly one yep.
2: man set the Super Bowl 3 line. We'll set the first two, but I remember hearing his name for the first time at Super Bowl 3. Uh the uh, the infamous uh, I guarantee it by I Joe Namath. Yeah. Um, with Brett
6: Musburger present
2: when he said Brett that. Musburger yeah. we, where's that picture? No, oh, it's I'm somewhere in here. Studio, we used don't to be don't back here. I don't but uh um know oh, Bob was and a and a funny man. Like I, I I played ball with his son-in-law. And Bob I'd, I'd call out, but they were—they were all living together at the time, uh, and Bob would answer the phone. Hey, Vinny, how's it going? Yeah, uh, before I get him, I'm thinking he's going to ask about a game or something like that. Or I, he said, "Is there, His name was Eric. Is Eric any good? Because I really need to know this. <laughs> It's yeah. is it like, should I, <laughs> what, what if I were to make a price on, you know, him getting a hit? <laughs> what,
6: what would I have liked to, to have, in, to have inducted Chrissy, to be, to introduce Chrissy? Oh uh, yeah. I'm, DNA I'm, reveals he's a member of the tribe, author right. of the hockey teaser, Chrissy uh, Andrews, everybody. No, it was, so,
2: it uh, on roast but moment. yeah, that will, uh, it's, uh, Good for you man. They do. 12 uh, days from now it. for those who want to yeah, attend. The 13th, uh, yeah, the 13th, the 13th of July. Yeah, where yeah.
6: exactly? Meadowlands?
2: Uh at the Meadowlands at the okay. racetrack. Yeah, we're going to be right. at the Meadowlands <laughs> racetrack. Maybe I can Captain get some Jack my... will be there? I think Captain Jack, I think Spanky will be there. They nice. were there last year. That's where I met Captain Jack uh, actually last uh, December. It's a beautiful uh, thing came up to me. Nice man. All right. So uh
6: okay, so well, let's talk about the NBA free agency yeah. KD how do you guys handle and now again not all books are the same outfit same mm-hmm. business model obviously draftkings yep. is going to be one sort of thing and an mGM is going to be one sort of thing yep. South Point is not that
2: mm-hmm. different yeah
6: what do you guys do do you guys is your instinct to take stuff down before things shake out before you repost is that is that kind of what you do well, on some of these I've
2: done both yeah and and I, in fact we we're on a phone with christy christy's on vacation so you know naturally when you're on vacation you're you're still working, yeah. I mean, that's just the nature of it, right? Um, the biggest news yesterday, and uh, it's not just the signings, right? I mean, Knicks finally get a, a point guard, right? And but I think the Knicks situation is more long-term when you look what they did with the draft and stockpiling draft picks and things like that. But the KD news, right, is pretty is pretty significant because you really want to handicap, I think, on both sides of the counter. Where do you think he's going to go? Of course, right? I mean, w- we know that the Nets. Since are- we've done
6: half the morning this morning, yeah. Okay, so yeah.
2: so the Nets are now likely going to be without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. So you're like, you know, sh- should we raise the Nets? Um, and handicapping where you think he might go, well, you start breaking it down by by conference. Um. I at this point I kind of think he's going to stay in the East because I think he get a, a, more of an impact uh, I don't know, like a Miami, let's say. Um, well, I mean there there are there are hurdles to that. I get I guess
6: my question for you is, did you did you enjoy when you when you you said you did both? Did you enjoy being at the shops where you like it kept up right? Like so, a lot of a lot of folks they still keep up NBA futures odds. Yeah, right? you
2: could keep it up, and but you know you don't. You know you keep an eye on on the on the prices, obviously, and maybe you just lower. You you hold off on. You know you you don't necessarily have extravagant odds mm-hmm. because you just you just don't know, right? So
6: yeah, it's a it's a fascinating time of year. NBA drama is the never ending
2: soap opera. You know what's interesting, Gil, about it is that in essence. In the NBA, you've got not just players, but superstar, impactful players. Are are the GMs in many cases now?
6: Sure. Well, right? that that's also part of the part that got the Nets so. I mean, they were already sour on Kyrie, but you remember you remember that whole press conference where Kyrie was like, "Yeah, you know, uh, me and uh, you know, we want to have some say." I'm paraphrasing. In a who comes here and who plays here, the yeah. Nets brass was listening to that. They must have been like, "What?" Yeah, I, I just no, <clears throat> you don't. We're yeah. d- yes, we're trying to get rid of you.
2: You know, that's our first move, Kai. It, you know, the likelihood is you know you 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 probably could raise the Nets if you're if you're leaving up the 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 future book because it just looks like now it's an organization in, in disarray. I mean, let's. And it's still a Nick town. What a you New know,
6: It's I mean, still a Nick town. I
2: mean it doesn't yeah. matter that the Nets were better over the last few course of the last few years. It's still about Nick's the Knicks. What an
6: unmitigated disaster. I, they played in enti- they played 58 games together those two guys. Yeah. 58 in the end over 3 seasons.
2: Obviously KD was hurt for the
6: first yeah. part of
1: that. Yeah.
2: But 58 games for 3 seasons. It's frustrating uh for the fans uh for sure, you know, and then you're trying to, you know, you know, put up numbers on games, you're trying to put a regular season wins and and I mean it's it's complicated. When it's, do it's, I got a question on that.
6: When do NBA regular season when wins we do typically last, come out?
2: It was uh it was probably august gill or or, you know i mean it's comparatively late it it is later but again you got this 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 is a late later free agent signing period as well Uh so uh,
6: yeah not for a while okay Mm -hmm. more with vinnie maolio slow jamming with vinnie right here on the numbers game at vc the sports betting network
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: A numbers game with Gil Alexander on v the sports betting network.
6: BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers incredible experiences and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards eligibility restrictions apply visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER Gil Alexander Vinny Maliulo Jeff Parlay Jeff was just asking off air he's like I really should go to Del Mar and we were were saying I was like between the stories from Chrissy and Ron Flatter you added Roxy as well you all should go to Delmar, and then I sort of casually mentioned, <clears throat> "Oh yeah, <clears throat> pardon me." I said, "Oh yeah, that's uh, that's where Chrissy ran into the hitman, <laughs> an Chrissy's- actual an actual hit man who killed over fifty people, and he worked up the courage to like ask for his money." Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. a great.
6: That's one of the great story liked times Chrissier. ever. He like but he liked <laughs> Chrissy. Everybody
2: does. I mean, you know, but
6: one of the great story times ever, as <laughs> as written in uh, Then One Day, Chrissy's first book. That's just so
2: great. Uh, you Delmar. And if you haven't gone, part, you, you have to go because you. First of all, you're going to run into somebody you know down there, and 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 it's a uh, it's a tradition for for us here in the industry to get down there. And you go down there and you see your customers, you see some friends, you have, you, you run into people all the time. You know, Jimmy Va- <laughs> Jimmy Vaquero has a, somebody owed him money. And the guy's just on fire down at the track. I mean, he's got two fists full of money. He owed Jimmy like a couple hundred dollars, and Jimmy said, "Hey, uh, you, hey, uh, you know how about that 200 He says, "Jesus, Jimmy, will you come on? Give a give a guy a chance to get started." <laughs> he's got two fists full of money. Yeah, Jimmy, a- I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's the famous. It was probably done by the end of the
6: day anyway. Is the famous Letterman joke, or is it the the? Uh- the guy who's, I've told this before, related from Letterman. Letterman told this joke this every night for like a week when he had a show backwards, like the guy who, you know, is in Las Vegas, he knocks on somebody's door. They answer He's like, hey, you know, my wife, she's taken ill. She's in the hospital. I need money for her hospital bills. And they're like, well, we don't know you. Like, we'd love to help, but we don't know you, sir. He does a fifth door, sixth door, finally gets to the seventh door. Hey, I'm here in Las Vegas on vacation. My wife is taken ill. She's in the hospital. I need to... I need to get her, you know, I need to pay the hospital bills. And they look at each other, the couple that answers the door, they go, well, well sir, we'd love to help you, but how do we know that you're not going to just take this money and go gamble?
2: He goes, oh, I got gambling money. I <laughs> so yeah. the gray yeah. letter was like, oh, guy, I got gambling money. I just saw that guy on the way in the studio, Yeah, the he's, he's running around. So
6: there. I didn't realize your induction into the Hall of Fame, yours and Chris Andrews' mm-hmm. induction in the Hall of Fame, among others. Is part of it? Is part of the conference?
2: Yes, the uh, the SBC Sports Betting Communities Conference. So it's a okay. three day conference, Gil, and uh, you know you get, you have uh, operators from really all over the world that that uh, that convene. Uh, there are panel discussions. Uh, like I said, I, uh, you get to see so betters do attend. Uh, Spanky's been a, uh, an attendee for the last few times I've been there, and Captain Jack's been there, uh, Rufus. Uh, Peabody. Uh, Rufus was just telling me
6: he was at some because I, I was I texted him the other day. He's like, "Yeah, I'm at an AP convention in Montana. He's at an Advantage Player convention uh, in Montana.
2: Really? I'm like, really? Up in Montana? Yeah. Wonder if maybe Brent's up there. Maybe. Maybe Brent might be. Maybe he might be the the uh, chairman. I've heard I of was, you, Rufus. That's right. So that was my Brent. Um, it's good and it's a panel and there's going to be and, and those of us inducted again. Uh, Chrissy, uh, Sandy Drost from um, uh, American wagering uh US bookmaking uh um and Paul Burns who's the president of the Canadian Gaming Association will be on a panel Johnny Avello who I hope to meet oh you should totally meet him uh before you should totally uh, meet him beforehand he's the uh people who are listening for, yeah. for <laughs> he's still the first yeah. Johnny in 1979 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh uh he's the moderator for the panel oh, and cool. I think our panel is uh, going to be uh, talking about the future and, you know, uh, you know what we see uh, in terms of what was, like the future. You, you the said industry. off air there was a
6: question you wanted to ask me. What was the question about that?
2: Oh, one, of the, one of the panels, Gil, is on fixed odds for horse racing, which is very uh, prevalent overseas. Particularly, mm. You know, if you go to Europe, uh, you, know, you go to England and Ireland, the majority of the fans there bet with bookies at fixed odds on horses and the bookies bet into the tote, which is a, a great, you know, it's, that's great as a layoff but kind of, well, yeah, you're yeah. just, you know, you're, you know, you're handling risk and, and managing, uh, balancing the books. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like good accounts. And, uh, I was just wondering you, would you, would, would you be interested? Would that entice you in terms of, listen, because oftentimes fixed, fixed what, odds as opposed to paramount, What's frustrating, especially these days with, you know, uh, Pool change, you know, fixed. You know where there's robotic wagering, where there's massive amounts of bets uh, placed within the last couple of minutes, uh, and and you you all of a sudden you know you think you have a five to one shot, and then you know the first flash, uh, you know, right at the quarter pole is, wait a minute, my horse is now what seven to five. (laughs) Um, I don't. know. Would that be something that's interest interests you? Um, A quick answer answer is yes. Yeah.
6: The quick uh, from again from just from a sports betters mindset, right? Because right? I'm struck by you know, You guys have, during the Kentucky Derby, you have this uh, ballroom
2: filled with people. Right.
6: Average age, 127 years old up there, watching um, the Kentucky you Derby. You can bring
2: it down for the Derby because right. it's the Derby. But, for, but you know, so it's... So we're up there The watching. demographics, listen, it's there's awesome. 25, 30 years difference between sports and, and race. But for
6: some reason, you know how certain comments land on you in a certain way and you never forget yeah. them? Yeah. I, I, for some reason, there was an exchange there, I was with Wishnev, Todd Wishnev, Mm -hmm. and we're betting on the Derby because we can't help ourselves. Because it's the Derby. Because it's the Derby. We know we're going to lose. Anyway, and I remember Wishnev asked me right before the race, he goes, oh, uh, what's the payout on this horse? And I said to him, I go, well, it's parimutuel. We don't know yet. And he goes, oh, yeah. I forgot about that stuff. But he didn't use the word stuff. Yeah. And so that's the... That is every sports betters mentality to yeah. that. So the answer to your question is yes, absolutely,
2: I would. You want to know what you're going yeah. to win. Now the Derby, probably not the best example, in, in, you know, simply because the Derby being the Derby and it is the most uh, popular horse racing event of the year in terms of betting and interest, right? But typically, you know, you, you see it on a on a daily basis. I mean. You, on, on a uh, even, you know, if you, you're betting, you know, if you go to see Belmont today or, you know, California or Florida, and all of a sudden that happens where your odds are like, wait, it's not even close. How did, how did this happen? You know, so I think that frustrates a lot of folks. And Monmouth actually did it last year. Um, and I think they're going to try to do it again. But there'll be a panel discussion on that again to see if it can further. Do you think that it. will ever be the norm in Vegas? I don't think it'll be the norm so in either. Vegas. Yeah. I don't. I mean, even when we were booking races here, Gil, uh, prior to Paramutual, which uh, entered the uh, the picture here uh, in night 92 we were booking races, you— you paid full, depending on the property. You paid full track odds up to a certain amount. Every property was different, so you may want to get
6: that call, video. They're very excited to talk to you. Whoever that is, right there. It's,
2: oh, it is. Yeah, it. it's Rich Bachelary. My goodness, you should be listening right now. <laughs> um, so I should. <laughs> I, I won't do that. Uh, but you know, it was it was frustrating for betters. It's it's still frustrating for people, I think. You know, and again, given the. The expansion, it's just not what used to. Yeah. the expansion of sports betting has now is now mainstream. Remember, we used to talk about it when when Veasan started; Gil, it was becoming more mainstream. Well, it is more mainstream, and Veasan said a lot to do with that, I think. And of course, PASPA being overturned. But people, when they make a bet, they like to know what they're going to win when they make the bet. Of course. So, but will I, do I see it changing? I I yeah. really don't, honestly, yeah, not not in the near future. But I think <clears throat> it would be a great option. You know, if it's if it's available,
6: what's going to get most of the betting handle this weekend? Oh,
2: baseball. Um, not USFL. Not uh, UFC. Not UFC. UFC. Yeah, the UFC card will uptick. But I think because of the, you know, the amount of uh, baseball games, it'll it'll be baseball this weekend and probably and then uh, followed by the UFC.
6: And when are the Wimbledon numbers coming up here at the South Point, Vincenzo? You know
2: that I'm just talking to Ashley back there now. Quarterfinals, Gil, you'll be, and we have your uh, your spot because I just said, "Hey, Ashley, I'm going to go in, and Gil's going to ask me about Wimbledon." That's right. That's she it. Said, there
6: wouldn't be an official appearance without it.
2: Said, she said, "I said I'm going to tell him, and yeah. he's going to come to the window." So,
6: uh, courtesy bets coming. Yes. Absolutely, That'll boy, good. It'd have to be courtesy. Maybe it'll be legit if you have the uh, the numbers I like. I, um, listen, you. Got a shop. Listen, if there's one thing, my goal, if I, if I leave here without it, you know, is pushing that earlier and earlier in the slams for you. It's it like crusade. To
2: get to these 32 at least, it would be a big milestone, oh, wouldn't boy, it? Boy, would that be a moment.
6: <laughs> we got the round of 32. Anyway, uh, Sakari loses, by the way. Maria Sakari in the upset of the morning at Wimbledon on the ladies' side anyway. So, a little more path cleared for all the other potentials, uh, including the great Iga Sviantec. That was... Her quarter to win is no excuses. Straight sets gone. Thank you, Vinny. Good
2: to be with you, Gil. Have a great weekend, everybody. You too. Everybody.
6: Thank you, everybody. Jeff, Kev, everybody. Dave Ross, next. Lombardi Line. Enjoy from Visa the Sports Betting Network.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.